Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Denver, Colorado. Oilers wrapping up a five-game road trip tonight against uh, the injury-riddled Colorado Avalanche. But Avalanche will be looking for a better performance than when they got smoked 6-2. Of course, they will have their number one goaltender, Philip Grubauer, back against Miko Koskinen tonight. We will tell you, Royal Pizza still making it great. Multiple locations in the city of Edmonton. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton-owned and operated for over 50 years. For menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton-area locations, go online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Pleased to be joined on the line by our NHL insider, John Shannon. Hi, John. How are you? The Mediterranean chicken? Yes. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. You're not going to pull a Mercs. I, I hope they deliver. You're, That's, you know. Oh no, they deliver. They and, and they do deliver. And uh, it's old school big boy pizza. Can we say that anymore? I don't know. But uh, I may, anyhow, uh, I, may <laughs> I may use it next week then on an off day. I may use it. Uh, uh, well, th- thanks for the warning that you're gracing us in the city for a week uh, coming in. That'll be good. Uh Let's get uh, to a couple different topics. And unfortunately, uh, you know, as our NHL insider, the first one isn't a pleasant one. Uh, you know, obviously some pretty serious allegations leveled by Akeem Alou, which has sub- uh, since been substantiated by a couple former teammates and a piece written by uh, TSN's Frank Saravalli. Uh, this is obviously a very serious issue for the league. Um, that said, it is one that we have seen some due process take place. Your thoughts of where we're at right now? Well, uh, you know, the the Flames are a bit of a victim in this, too. I think that they were caught off guard by all this uh, in doing their due diligence to hire Bill. They, they were not aware of any of this. I think Brad, for living, has handled himself admirably under a really tough spot. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking time to figure out uh, the future. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's taken uh, Akeem 
basically 10 years to come out with the uh, uh, w- with the accusations. Um, so I don't think there's a real issue with taking more than 48 hours to figure out what the next steps are for the Calgary Flames, knowing full well that uh, Brad has talked to Akeem Alou, has uh, certainly had discussions with Bill Peters, certainly had discussions with the NHL office in New York, and obviously with Flames ownership. So uh, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear anything until tomorrow uh, after the uh, after the game on Buffalo and the road trip ends for the for the Flames um, but I, in my mind it certainly probably will not end well for Bill Peters yeah it's kind of headed down an inevitable path isn't it uh, the whole like Akeem Alou it, it's interesting I mean I, I remember when that you know the whole situation happened in Windsor with uh, Steve Downey and you know you know, Downey basically, I mean, Alou squared up with him and beat him in a fight, and then Downey attacked him after and cross-checked him in the face and knocked some teeth out. I mean, it's it, you could see, I, I can't even, frankly, to be honest with you, I can't even imagine and envision uh, going through some of the things that Akeem has had during the course of his career. He didn't get to where he wanted to get to as, in his career. Um, so, I mean, I have a, a lot of empathy in this situation, and that's just, I think, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying here? I'm not trying to... You know where I'm going. Like this is—he's had some—he's had some challenges, significant challenges along the way. Listen, this is not about the quality of the hockey player. Uh, Right. This this is about uh, how you treat other people. Uh, Right. This would this would not be tolerated uh, in any workplace. Uh, And 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 you know what? It just so happens that. uh, it involves the NHL, which, uh, rightly or wrongly, many of us put on a pedestal. Uh, and, and many of us earn our livings because of the National Hockey League. Uh, so from that perspective, you, we, have to be, uh, um, we have to be respectful of, of what, whatever the player was or whoever the player was. Uh, and it didn't matter whether he was in the NHL or not. And, and uh, this is one you just have to take your time, get all the information, and make the proper decision. The fact that there was subsequent comments from Michael uh, Jordan and the, from his time in Carolina, that's not helping Bill in the situation, is it, do you think? No, um, but uh, coaching tactics versus racist remarks, I think, are different. Uh, at least right. I, 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 that doesn't condone anything that uh, Peters did uh, if, the, if he, in fact, did do them. Um, but from that perspective, uh, Bob, you know, we, we've talked about this. We talked about this on the basis of of, uh, uh, of Mike Babcock. And in many ways, th- that's how Alou got into this discussion was because now that Babcock was fired, he, can, he felt that he could say something. Um, the, the game and the world have changed. And, and by God, we have to change with them. And, and we have to do the right thing. Uh, both uh, at the arena, at home, uh, on the street. Uh, and, and we have to be much more tolerant of each other, and we have to be intolerant of racism. Excellent. All right, uh, well stated. Uh, now, that being said, I think we are seeing certain coaches maybe evolve and a different type of coach succeed today to me uh, appear to be the ones that can um, envelop everybody with their hockey club and be truly inclusive 
and maybe to a certain extent, on a micro level, are we watching that a bit with the Edmonton Oilers, just in terms of how Dave Tippett has got, you know, Ken Holland went out and and got some support players that could kill some penalties, and everybody has an identifiable role, and the Oilers were really reliant, John, on special teams in in October, but their five-on-five play with, you know, all of their lines at even strength, has been really good because those guys have started to get going here. And I'm just wondering if if some of it has to do with Tippett's handling of those players and making them feel as equally important to the process as a Connor McDavid or a Leon Dreisaitl. I think there's probably a little bit to that. I, Bob, you're old enough to remember the way Dave Tippett played the game himself. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't the, the number one center anywhere he played. He was a checking center, although he would probably tell you he was like a superstar. Um, but, but you know, Dave was a was a good quality. I want a journeyman might be a, a little insulting, but a journeyman hockey player uh, that that made contributions to the teams he played on whether it be Team Canada or, or the Hartford Whalers. Uh, he understands the game. Uh, I, I think we talked about this on Monday. Uh, I think that it, it will have benefited him to be away from the game uh, for a few years to notice the changes and yep. notice the changes not just in the flow of the game, but the change in people. Uh, and, I, and, and the one thing you, you haven't mentioned is in, in all of this for the Oilers, is the confidence the team gains when the goaltending's good. And you can certainly see that on the weekend. And you can certainly see that in Dave Tippett's ability to communicate with his guys. NHL insider John Shannon. John, a couple of things tied to the NHLPA, and I know Darren Drager mentioned this. Uh, the, the the PA do want their constituents to be more active in terms of, uh, you know, don't withhold. If you feel that you've been wronged in some regard, uh, please communicate that to us. Is that what you're hearing as well? Well, isn't that what a union is supposed to do? I mean, let's face it. If, if you take this away from being a hockey unit and put it into let's say uh, a steel company or an automobile company that's what a union is supposed to do it's supposed to be a, a, a voice of of everyone uh and and supposed to represent uh what's what's right for the employees uh to me this is just common sense this is and and at the same time i would suspect that mr fear is not a silly man uh, that if this can help uh, the process of negotiating with the nhl it will give the uh, union a bit of an advantage Speaking of negotiating with the NHL, and that's part two of the question with the PA and the NHL, John Shannon, our NHL insider, what are you hearing regarding the World Cup, and was that part of the discussions that took place earlier this week? It was on Monday in New York uh, before the U.S. Thanksgiving break, Uh, and this is an ongoing process. What what we do know is the league is quite um, aggressive in saying we've got to have a decision, we've got to work out the formula, we've got to make sure everything. Uh, gets in place whether we discuss a single venue again uh, of having a World Cup in February of 21. Uh, I, I think that you know that becomes uh, that becomes something that the timing is so vastly important, and I think that it's far more important for the NHL and the Players Association for the World Cup than it would be the Olympics in 2022. Why? Well, first of all, if you recall, that'll be the first year of the Seattle franchise in the NHL 21-22. And uh, you'll make a ton more money at a World Cup than you will be at the Olympics. And when I mean a ton more, they would have have received not one cent uh, at the Olympics in uh, South Korea, and they made $40 million at the tournament uh, in Toronto. 
Okay, so let's take this. I lied. I got one more question for you. You told us there wasn't going to be a lockout. We're not yeah. going to have a lockout, right? That's already been established. Uh, so the, the PA elected, no, we're good. We'll continue forward for another couple of years. Are we going to have a World Cup of Hockey? Well, I think we will. Uh, I, I think that that's, uh, that becomes a common goal for both sides uh, to, uh, to, to to grow the game internationally, to sell the game, particularly in Europe. Uh, you know, I, I think it deals. It, it, it works so much more with the strengths of uh, of the, the hockey community. You know, put it where the game is good and where you think you can grow it the most, and that means obviously North America uh, and uh, and most European countries. So, from that perspective, I think we will end up seeing a World Cup in February of 21. What about the Olympics in 2022? I, I still have my doubts. Uh, because I don't think okay. I don't think I don't think the uh, I don't think it's changed unless the Chinese decide in their wisdom, and they've become very very big hockey fans. Unless the Chinese decide to not only pay the insurance, pay the logistics, and pay the players in the league to show up, because uh, we know the federation isn't, and we know the IOC won't. Uh, it will have to fall to the Chinese. If the Chinese decide to do it, then we may see it. But I even have my doubts if that'll be the case. Great stuff, John. Thanks for your time. All right, Bob. Edmonton Eskimos made a coaching change. We're going to hook up with Morley Scott in about three minutes. But right now, we're going to go to the Stan Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now. Great roadie to Chicago. The package includes a tour of Wrigley and Soldier Fields, plus great lower bowl game tickets at the United Center. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Mr. Escott, what do you got for us? Back in 1981, Bob, Dave Semenko has a goal and two assists, and Wayne Gretzky has a five-point night as the Oilers pound Chicago 8-1 in front of the home crowd at Northland. Ron Lowe got the win in net for the Oilers, who won their fourth in a row. In two minutes' time, we'll hook up with Morley Scott, uh, who will give us a scene. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Center, the Eskimos press conference again will be live on 630 Chad from 2 to 3 today with Morley Scott and Dave Campbell. You're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
in Denver, and we quickly go to Commonwealth Stadium where Morley Scott, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos, joins us right now on Oilers Now on a day in which uh, the Eskimos make it official. Uh, Jason Moss will not be returning as head coach. Morley, thank you for taking time to give us a bit of a scene-setter there. Uh, was this sort of expected from your perspective? Uh, you know what? I, I was, I've been asked that a lot, Bob, if I'm surprised. And I, I, my standard answer is I'm surprised it happened, but I wouldn't have been surprised if it didn't happen. You know, I mean, I was I was mixed on it. I got asked all last week at Grey Cup about what I thought was going to happen. And I can honestly make cases for both sides, to keep Jason Moss or not to keep Jason Moss. So uh, surprised a little bit, I guess. But, uh, you know, the other way would have surprised me too. So it's, it's you know, it's kind of a decision that was made when you, when you look at the record that he had over the full four years, uh, this injury situation, everything, but it all comes down to the bottom line, right? It's pro sports. you got to win. Uh, what You know, you're around that team every day on a day-to-day basis. You've called every minute that they've played. What's Jason's greatest strength, and what do you think was his uh, primary weakness or undoing? Well... Let's for his strength. Let's look at, at it this way. He gets the most out of his players, especially quarterbacks. I mean, you go back to his time as OC in Ottawa. Henry Burris had the best year of his career and won the MOP. Mike Riley had a great year, a uh, couple of great years, best years of his career. He won an MOP. Trevor Harris was on his way to the best years of his uh, best year of his career before he got injured and already in the conversation for MOP this year until he got hurt. So I think he's uh, he's he's pretty brilliant when it comes to to. to play calling and I mean look back to the game in Montreal in the playoffs the the, the game plan he put together to beat uh, the Alouettes offensively uh, was was you know it was it was almost a perfect game that was played especially in the first half of that game uh, his weakness I think everybody points to his his temper and and how he reacts on the sidelines um, a lot of people point to uh, maybe stubbornness with not wanting to to adjust and change his plays a little bit I don't know but I know he's very much uh, very much believes in what he wants to call and when he calls it and he sticks to his guns on that which is kind of admirable as a coach as well so uh, yeah it's uh, I, I think he's a good coach. I think he'll he'll get another job in the Canadian Football League uh, as a head coach at some point. I don't know if it'll be next year or not, but I'm sure he'll get some calls and get some interviews. Uh, but if he goes somewhere, even as an OC next year, I'm sure he'll he'll make an impact wherever he lands. All right. Do you have a couple names at this time for us? Uh, how extensive a search do you think this is going to be for Brock Sunderland? And, uh, you know, if, if you were to give us, I mean, Brian Lawton gave us Dave Tippett about three weeks uh, before anybody had Tippett on the radar screen. Uh, so uh, from your perspective, yeah. what kind of well, guy might make sense? You, you do the, you, you know, you know, you kind of draw the lines to different guys for different reasons in different spots. And you know, the, the two names that come up automatically are Rick Campbell, not only his ties to Edmonton and the Eskimos, but his ties to, to Brock Sunderland as well with their days in Ottawa. Jimmy Elizondo, another guy that uh, was in Ottawa and he could be considered. He's gone to the XFL right now, left Ottawa last year. Uh, Paul Lapolis will be in demand, I think, all around the CFL for all the openings that will be because of uh, the years he's had in Winnipeg. Uh, Marcel Belfay was uh, hired as a scout by the Eskimos uh, mm-hmm. during the season and he's a guy who's been a head coach in the Canadian Football League with the Hamilton Tiger Cats and also been an assistant for several years. And Maybe I'll throw one out at you, Noel Thorpe who was an assistant here and has been an assistant in uh, Montreal for a long time and the last two years has been a defensive coordinator with the Ottawa Red Blacks. So there's another Ottawa tie-in, too, where Brock is obviously very close. So uh, there's a few names. There's going to be more that pop up, I'm sure, over the next little while. Teams uh, beginning.
beginning yesterday, teams were allowed to ask permission to talk to other teams about their coaching staffs and about you know, talking to them about positions on other staffs if it's a you know if it's a bump up and a and a and a promotion. So that process, I'm sure, is underway, and I'm sure Brock Sunderland has already made some calls and gotten and asked for permission to talk to certain guys. Morley, great stuff. You and Dave got us covered down there from uh, two to three today. Uh, thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. You bet, Bob. That is Morley Scott, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos. One fifty-three in Edmonton. Uh, we have a uh, an emergency warning signal that's going to happen here at one fifty-five. So we're going to wrap up the show right now. I'm going to tell you that uh, tonight, uh, Oilers and Avalanche, uh, six p.m. face-off show, eight p.m. puck drop. Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. Tomorrow, uh, guests will include. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque for Canadian Power Pack Brian Burke, Canadian Power Pack Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Uh, we got Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Derek Laxdahl on tomorrow's show as well. Uh, we will. Uh, wrap up with uh, Rocky Mountain High. We'll see if the Oilers can get a Rocky Mountain High tonight. Finish the road trip 4-1. and one. Uh, We'll have the emergency uh, warning broadcast signal and then Morley Scott and Dave Campbell will join you live for the Edmonton Eskimos press conference followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.